Welcome to Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell. This is where I help strong, capable women excavate the inner garbage in their life so they can become more confident and have more clarity on who they are and how they really want to be in the world. We have rich, juicy conversations about, yeah, you guessed it, empowerment, but also about radiating your brilliance and loving yourself more than you ever have in your life. And who doesn't want that? So join me now for another empowering chat. So we are riffing again, uh, just as a reminder, on re-emergence. That's what Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell is talking about this year, re-emergence. And we are now entering the month of April, if you can believe it. And we chose, my team and I chose for this month, the word materialize. Now, when I was coming up to do this little intro thing, I was like, materialize, really? But with things that are occurring in the world right now, uh, it's interesting what materialize actually means. So let me tell you. It means to come into perception or existence, to appear, to become actual or real, give material form to, to be realized or carried out, materialize. So it's interesting to me uh, how we can actually individually come into a perceptible existence or appearance of whatever it is that we're choosing to focus on, right? Choosing to focus our attention on. So I am wanting to encourage you for the month of April to really focus on peace, beginning with yourself, inner peace, then community peace, and then global peace. But it has to start with you, focusing within, because you already, each of us, as divine sparks, already have the seed of peace within us. We just have to focus on it. This is also part of reemergence. We have to focus on the peace within us in order to grow and develop it. And then we can share it with our community, with the world. So materialize. Hmm, interesting. And the shows we have for this month are going to support you in learning how to do more of that. So enjoy the show. With everything that's gone on in the last several weeks, um, whether or not you listen to the news, I choose not to because I get caught up in even the mere mention of bad stuff. And because I am choosing personally to focus on re-emerging in the world, how am I choosing to come out? And that's what Empowering Chats, what we're asking everybody when you listen, how are you choosing to re-emerge into your life? Are you choosing to re-emerge into your life in the ways you used to be? This morning I was meditating in my backyard and the sound from the freeway was pre-pandemic in terms of the rush hour traffic. It was, it was like a locomotive constantly. And I was amazed because I had come to enjoy the morning quiet. So 
how are you choosing to reemerge? Are you choosing to reemerge into your life, into your work existence, into your families, into your friendships, into the way you shop or whatever? Are you choosing to emerge from a place of inner peace and self-love or are you falling into old habits of something doesn't go right and you have an anger fit or something happens that you didn't, you thought you had handled, you thought you had controlled and it didn't go that way. And then you feel unworthy. You feel devalued. You feel whatever you feel, fill in the blanks. You guys got it. So I want to just focus on peace, self-love and peace. And I have been claiming peace within my heart, within my body, within the cells of my being. I have been claiming love, a high frequency of love to vibrate into all the cells of my body for physical healing, mental healing, emotional healing. But I also up the game because of the world events um, to also anchor in to the peace that I am and begin to materialize that. So let me remind everybody, you heard it just before, but let me remind everybody, materializing something, an idea like world peace, a frequency like love, materializing it means coming into perceptible existence, becoming real, giving material form to, being realized, right? Materialized. So I am choosing and I'm inviting all of you who are listening to begin to focus your attention on peace. I'm choosing to be more peace. Consequently, everybody, I just, okay, here's the disclaimer. When you focus on the thing you think you want, all the stuff that you haven't dealt with is going to come up and smack you right into the face. So when you focus on peace, you may find that you're having more issues with people. You may find that you're more angry than you used to be. Part of that is a, a it, like a detox, right? You're detoxing those old emotions, those old reactions from uh, when you were little or how you were brought up, your belief systems. So just, just be cautious about that. Now, I also had to look up what peace meant because... You know, we think we know what some word means. And then when you look it up, you're like, wow, I didn't know that. So here's what peace means. Normal non-warring condition of a nation, group of nations, or the world. Notice the word normal before non-warring. Normal. Uh, the state of mutual harmony between peoples or groups. Cessation. Ceasefire. Cessation of or freedom from any strife or dissension. Now, this is a, apply this to yourself. When you get angry with yourself, when you get resentful towards someone, when you get uh, frustrated or anxious, none of that is a state, a normal state of non-warring, right? It is the agitation, the anger, the fear, whatever. So to cease it. It also says freedom from any strife or dissension, freedom of the mind from annoyance, distraction, anxiety, obsession. 
which eventually distills into tranquility and serenity and silence and stillness. And there are many, many, many people out there teaching, coaching mindfulness. I'm inviting you to put your mindfulness on peace, to put your mindfulness on being more love within yourself so that you can radiate that out. And that's a word that's coming up later in the year, radiance, but so that you can radiate love and, 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 and those become the contagions. The more we love ourselves, the more we are contagious to others. We're, we're, we support others in, in loving themselves. The more peaceful we are, again, that becomes contagious, right? That becomes the, the thing that people want to experience and be. And uh, as you're reemerging, right, into the world, it's important to understand these uh, principles. So I just want to read a couple of, um, oh, quotes about peace for you guys, um, just, just so you can chew on it some. So this is by somebody whose name is unknown. <laughs> unknown says, anonymous, the great teachings unanim unanimously emphasize that all the peace, wisdom, and joy in the universe are already within us. We don't have to gain, develop, or attain them right? It's very important. There is no thing outside of you that you, of the positive qualities that you don't already have. Love, peace, equanimity, harmony, health, happiness, abundance. They all reside within us because we are those divine sparks. So we we're like a child standing in a beautiful park with his eyes shut. We don't need to imagine the trees, flowers, deer, birds, sky. We merely need to open our eyes and realize what is already here, who we really are. As soon as we quit pretending we're small and unholy. Something to chew on, huh? I want to read another one. This is from His Holiness the Dalai Lama. It's something he read uh, at a Nobel lecture in 1989. Responsibility does not only lie with the leaders of our countries or with those who have been appointed or elected to do a particular job. He's talking about responsibility. It lies within each of us individually. Peace, for example, starts within each one of us. When we have inner peace, we can be at peace with those around us. When our community is in a state of peace, it can share that peace with neighboring communities and so on. When we feel love and kindness toward others, it's, it not only makes others feel loved and cared for, but it helps us also to develop inner happiness and peace. It helps us develop inner happiness and peace. What is important is that we each make a sincere effort to take our responsibility for each other and for the natural environment we live in seriously. So peace begins within us, within us. And as the Dalai Lama just said, gotta love the Dalai Lama, um, when we take responsibility for bringing peace from within us into our soul, 
well, it's already there, but really recognize it and develop that quality within our lives as much as we can, then we are taking responsibility for uh, our fellow man and for the planet. As much as we can be peace, walk in peace, I would suggest as much as you can be love and walk in love, then that just embraces the entire world, the entire world. So uh, Jimi Hendrix said, when the power of love overcomes the power of the world, we will know peace. And Eddie Hilsom said, and ultimately, we have just one moral duty to reclaim large areas of peace in ourselves, more and more peace, and to reflect it towards others. And the more peace there is in us, the more peace there will be also in our troubled world. So I'm, I'm, I'm reading this stuff to you guys. I'm talking about this because, and I'm recording this way early than when this is airing. So anything's possible at this point. Um, but I really want my listeners to develop a daily practice of focusing on being love and being peace. Because while you may have people that are defending, are in the military, going to places that need help, support, defense, fighting, uh, the way we can best support them is by being more love and more peace because of that butterfly effect that happens where a butterfly flaps its wings on one side of the world and the rest of the world feels it. So you may think that there's nothing you can do, but the biggest thing you can do, like these people have mentioned, is to really radiate and be peace and see peace. And, and all the famous people uh, have talked about this. Eleanor Roosevelt, the first lady during World War II. She said, for it isn't enough to talk about peace, one must believe it. And it isn't enough to believe in it, one must work at it. And now Eleanor Roosevelt was an activist as well. You know, she did a lot of good works. But I also think that just working at it means working it, clearing the, um, the muck out of yourself, the, the, the belief systems that are keeping you small, the stuff you were told as a child that's not true. I mean, really investigate what is my truth and how do I want to be in the world? How do I want to materialize in the world? How do I want to be realized, actualized? How do I want to reemerge? And answer those questions honestly, because when we face ourselves truthfully, honestly, by looking within and developing our inner practice of love and peace and harmony and joy, it just makes everything better. I've got two more things I'm going to read before I close out, you guys, because I bet you're getting tired. This is the um, preamble uh, to the Charter for the United Nations. Just, just so everybody knows, 
This was the United Nations was founded in 1945, right after World War II. Um, and they were tasking themselves with maintaining international peace. And at the time it was founded, 51 nations joined the United Nations. So this is the preamble to the charter. We, the people, peoples of the United Nations, determined to save succeeding generations from the scourge of war. This is what they were determining in 1945. Some would argue it hasn't worked so well, but the intention was there. And I think to go back to the intention is important. To determine to save succeeding generations from the scourge of war, which twice in our lifetime, remember this is written in 1945, twice in our lifetime has brought untold sorrow to mankind. And we determined to reaffirm faith in fundamental human rights, in the dignity and worth of the human person, in the equal right of men and women and of nations, large and small. And for these ends, to practice tolerance and live together in peace with one another as good neighbors. We have resolved to combine our efforts to accomplish these aims. So this may be the plight of hum humanity. I think it has been the plight of humanity. I think that it is now, this is my opinion, you guys can not, you can listen or not, but I really believe that we as souls are here on planet earth to grow and evolve for the better, right? Grow and evolve as loving, kind beings. And when we see atrocities occurring, when we know people or we experience atrocities, that is not why we're here. And we are here, and this is this, I'll tell you, I'll be honest, bugs the crap out of me, but it's true. We are here to love in, in spite of these experiences. We are here to love more than what we're watching or witnessing or, or experiencing. We are here to love, love more. And, and does that mean letting the perpetrators off? No, but it, it, it and, and clearly I can't describe it because I have a hard time doing it myself. I'm just saying this is my goal as I reemerge in this world is to love beyond measure, is to love with no strings attached, is to love myself and others more than I ever have. And in doing that, be a presence of light and peace for the world. And I really have faith that that makes a difference. I may not be in the military, I may not be carrying signs, but I do know that love can heal all things and that love brings peace and peace resides within us. So I'm just gonna end with this poem. We'll see if I cry. Uh, this poem written by John O'Donohue who, who had been a priest for many, many years, an Irish poet, a mystic, um, he passed away a while back. 
but this is his his peace prayer basically just listen to the words and enjoy it as the fever of day calms toward twilight may all that is strained in us come to ease we pray for all who suffered violence today may an unexpected serenity surprise them for those who risk their lives each day for peace may their hearts glimpse providence at the heart of history that those who make riches from violence and war might hear in their dreams the cries of the lost that we might see through our fear of each other a new vision to heal our fatal attraction to aggression that those who enjoy the privilege of peace might not forget their tormented brothers and sisters that the wolf might lie down with the lamb that our swords be beaten into plowshares and no hurt or harm be done anywhere along the holy mountain i choose this day to reemerge in my life as peace as love as harmony and so it is namaste well that wraps up our empowering chat today i hope you enjoyed it and if you did go to susanborell.com you can See all of the information about my new book, Live an Empowered Life, A 30-Day Journey. You can also access guided meditations that I have on Insight Timer through the website. And just see what else is out there on my site that you might find empowering and exciting to experience. You can also contact me through the website at susan at So that's it for today. See you next time.